So welcome guys to Ego Plus episode 16, I believe, and this podcast is a long time coming because, I mean, for those of us who went to Keysgate, just getting this man in a room is a long time coming. It's been six years. That's crazy. It's been six years since we graduated. Six years of, oh my God. Oh, that is terrible. Don't remind me. Oh six my. years. Uh, man, yeah, that's, that's, that's too long. But um, so, yeah. And now I'm pretty sure all of our Keysgate alumni is going to be tight that, you know, we got to yeah. get this man yeah. here. Because <laughs> for, for six years, and I, for some reason, they appointed me the designated, like, Baker, like, content. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, yo, Baker, they're all me about, like... Man, you already said his about- name. I was going to be, like, the bespectacle behemoth, <laughs> you know, the teaching extraordinaire. <laughs> Mr. So, yeah. Keysgate Core Reef himself. So yeah, guys, it's Mr. Baker in here with uh, with us today on this podcast. Let's go get the claps up. Give him a moment, yeah. a, a moment of claps. Let's go. So this will never happen time. again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's 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 like I said, it's been six years of trying to like plan a dinner, and then every time you know we try to do something, it's like, oh no, we can't. Da da da. da from both sides. It's yeah. Like, um, and honestly, I feel like low key, you probably didn't want to see some students. <laughs> <laughs> low, low key, okay, low key, whatever you say. Well, no, nah, I mean, like every time I talked to you, you told me like the students I was like down for it. So yeah. I was like, nah, that's cool. That's- I mean, if you would have ran another list, I would have ran not. But you know, Maria, little chippy. Yeah, that, list, that list was good, man. It's just like you know, yeah. And then and then COVID happened. You're like, all right, yeah. I definitely don't got to see them. I'm like, no, because right. you know, I don't know if you remember, but we had we something. had something planned. We had something around- like. Right May-ish, around, no, 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 yeah, around April we had yeah. something, and then just like everything, because like every other week you were like, Baker, what's going on? <laughs> like I'm getting pressure here, like now nah, let's do something, <laughs> and then we were talking about April or something, and then everything just shut down yeah. after that. So yeah, yeah, which was which was that yeah, it was just it. Was, I guess it wasn't just meant to be, and hopefully yeah. we still get to do that. That yeah, 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 man. That. So yeah, it's just. Yeah, it's just. But know. now you got a, a a whole daughter now. Yeah, girl, man. dad, girl, dad, give yeah. us applause on that too. <laughs> yeah, man, that, that's crazy. So, that's a- so how was that? Because I like I remember being in your class, and then everyone would be like, "Oh my god, Baker! Like you guys would make such great kids." I know, I would hear all the time. <laughs> uh, it's different, um, you know, like then being a dad. Of course, of course. <laughs> but being a dad is different. But just also kind of being a dad during COVID is just like yeah. crazy because there was just so many different like rules and regulations mm-hmm. we had to follow that like people didn't follow like you know like not being able to go to doctor's appointments yeah. and stuff like that and just like you know like not really having a lot of family over and stuff like that so yeah. like that was that was a different dynamic and like it still is a different dynamic because you know we have to be very careful when we yeah. go out you know like as far as who we go where you know who we see where we go how long we stay out 
you know, so ever since we, she's almost seven months now, so we haven't really had her out much, you know, because yeah. we got to just be, be careful with, with everything. So, you know, because, you know, I mean, I'm sure you guys know, but Florida's a different beast for a lot of reasons. Different monster. Florida's a different beast for a lot of reasons. So, you know, we got to, we got to be for careful. For no reason move. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For a lot of reasons and no reasons. But it's good, man. It's good. It's different. But that's it's crazy different. that, that, like, give me like, because... Usually when there's like a new baby in the family, you know, it's very celebratory. Yeah, like yeah, family yeah. want to come around all the yeah, time. All the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now like because it just happened to be COVID, it's like, all right, we yeah, gotta pause yeah. that for like a minute. Yeah, it was like when we we when we first brought her home, like it was like it was like straight like hazmat. Like so any family <laughs> members that wanted to see and they had to have a gown on, they had a shield, you know. Uh-huh. So because I mean she was a newborn newborn, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. so we had to be really careful with that stuff. So even like even like now we're like I go to work, you know, like yeah. I can't just go home, home and, and see mm-hmm. my family. You yeah. know, I gotta go home, I gotta take everything take, off, yeah. I gotta wash up and everything, you know. So like from it's like a good half hour from when I walk into the house mm-hmm. until like I see my family because yeah. like everything I have to do beforehand, you know, so it's kind of crazy. Exactly. How's it been navigating like the doctor's appointments just as far as because I know like you can't go into an emergency room or like the hospital rooms. Yeah. Like only one parent and everything. So yeah. how are you navigating that? So we've we've been fortunate and like so before we had before she was born, we called around like a lot of doctors and saying like, you know, so some doctors was like, you know, after three months, you can. Some doctors was like after six months, you can. Some doctors was like after a year. Um, you can't. So we was just kind of like, you know, trying to navigate. So we found one doctor that said that they would allow both parents for a year. So, you know, mm-hmm. we stuck with that doctor. But that doctor didn't really work out. But we mm-hmm. found another one that does the same thing. So, you know, I mean, hopefully the things seem to be getting better. I don't know. I don't know from day to day what things are. <laughs> but like, you know, so hopefully the, all that stuff will change. But, you know, we'll see. So it hasn't been too bad. Um, I think it was worse before she was born than it is now. Yeah. Um, you know, but... You know, but even stuff like that, though, like, you know, we have to be careful because, like, when she's sick, we're like, okay, we kind of have to measure it. Like, mm-hmm. all right, like, is she sick enough to go to the doctor because we don't want to around yeah, a lot you of don't people? Want to around a lot or of people. is it something that we can kind of manage? Yeah, so, you know, oh, wow. we'll call like the doctors first and say, hey, you know, because when you're a new parent, like, yeah. everything, everything is, like, is you scary. Know, yeah, you know, it's crazy. And no matter the age, too, like, because yeah. I, 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 my first thought would be like, all right, you guys are like older, so I feel like you guys would know more. Nah. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, she took two breaths instead of three. What do we call? What's going on? So like, it, everything, like yeah. everything is like so heightened. It's like you know, call a doctor, call a doctor. Yeah. So we kind of gotta go that route a lot, you know, just to kind of because we don't want like again, you know, we don't want to be back and forth, back and forth, yeah. back and forth. So we try to be careful with stuff like that. But yeah, it's been cool. You know, it's been better. I think each month gets a little bit better. You know, as parents, we kind of learn to adjust mm-hmm. to life and yeah. just being a parent. Yeah. And then also kind of learning how to navigate this, this you know, I hate the term new normal, but, yeah. you know, just whatever. At this point, it, yeah. it, it, it kind of is. Yeah, it's not, but it's just normal now. It's not even yeah. it's normal. Like, normal. It's, just it's normal. been like 16 months since we've been doing this. So the new, new normal, normal was done. was back when they were saying, oh, we'll open up in like yeah. June. Yeah, now yeah. it's just normal. This is just life right now. So, so, so how, take me back to how was that? Cause you as a, as a teacher, like, and I was, I was substitute teaching too. Yeah. So, like, for me, I'm tight because a lot of my money just gone. Yeah, like, yeah. So, but how was that like being a teacher and then like all of a sudden it's like, nope. Um, you mean like remotely? Yeah, like oh, so like yeah, it that was, first uh, like month of like I guess COVID. And, it was like I don't even know how to describe it. It was just like 
it just seems like surreal now because I remember I remember the day before everything just shut down. It, yeah. it was in school. It was a Thursday. We had an emergency meeting. And so the principal was like, you know, hey, you know, here's some kind of protocols to do in case everything shuts down. He was like, you know, we're still going to have school Friday. I anticipate school is going to be Monday. So, you know, everything. And so he was like, but just in case. I was like, so me, I'm like, whatever. This is nothing. You know, whatever. This is (laughs) swine flu. Whatever. (laughs) We'll be over it. So that Friday comes and like, you know, one of my students was like, it's a pandemic now. I'm like. Slight work. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's like, well, 2021. Yeah, yeah, I know. You know. 2020. Oh, my God. Yeah, 2020. Yeah. It's like, whatever, you know, another thing in 2020. It's like, so um, I remember that day and all my kids was like, you know, oh, my goodness, we may not see you for the rest of the year. I'm like, I see you on Monday. And I just kept telling them, see you on Monday. And then it was like, yeah. never, never saw them yeah. again. So that day was kind of crazy. So I was just kind of talking to teachers back and forth. And we were just kind of like chiming in. So I remember they... They did it by week. So they shut down that first week. Yep. And it was like, because it was the week before the, the vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was that week right before. That spring break. And then yeah. we had the spring break. That spring break. <laughs> yeah. So I was talking to a, a teacher, a friend of mine, and she was like, you know, what do you think about this? When do you think we'll come back? I'm like, yeah, we'll get this week out of the way. And then, you know, we got the, the spring break and we'll be back. And then it just kept being like, all right, in two weeks, in two weeks. And then I was just like. Maybe a month. Yeah. It's like, maybe we'll come back for the end. Maybe there'll be a graduation. And it was just like. No. Nah, so it was it was a tough adjustment. The the good thing about it, it was because like you know my wife you know was pregnant, so yeah. like that's good because I got to be home a lot. Yeah, that's great. So in that way, it was like it was a benefit in in that regard. But it was just it was just like surreal. You know, it's like nobody knew what to do, nobody knew how to move. Like it was just a weird situation, and it's like like. They didn't even know how to direct us as like as admit as as, as educators, you know. Yeah. It's like okay, are we given the same amount of work? Excuse me. And at that time, like there was no like there wasn't like Zoom or anything Zoom, like yeah. that. You know, I mean, it just kind of got started. Yeah. But it wasn't as big as it is now. So it was like all it is, you know, how are we gonna do this? What are we gonna expect? And you know, like now, if you're quarantined, whatever, or it's like MSO, whatever, like you're required to, to log on. Like those kids weren't required to log on, yeah. or whatever the case is. So, you know, it was just kind of like an early vacation for all of us. But yep. it was just kind of like, it was like madness as far as all that's concerned. So the real worry was like this year, like how is it going to look yeah. this year? Like, mm-hmm. okay, like, you know, this is over. And it was just like so much things with kids. Like, because at first it was like only... 33% of the kids wanted to stay home. Mm. But like now, like you look at these schools, more than half yeah, of them are just not even yeah. there. So it was like, so that was an adjustment and everything. So so it, it was crazy, you know, just that whole adjustment was crazy. But, you know, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know if this is like the right thing to say, but like nothing about this has been beneficial, if you know what I'm saying? But no, not at all. But <laughs> like... As a future father, I was able to be able to do things that I wasn't going to be able mm-hmm. to do, like, you know, yeah. be home with my with my wife and yeah. like do all these different things. And like even this year, I got quarantined a couple of times. So it was like I was able to teach from home and still be what, you know, my child, you yeah. know, when she was very young. So, you know, so there was no benefits to any of this, but yeah. like there were like small pockets where I was able to do things that I wouldn't normally able be able to do, yeah. you know. Because yeah. of this, so. you can look at that as a benefit, like being up in your adaptability. Yeah, like yeah. That, you know? I mean, yeah. I mean, but it, it's still just kind of like weird. But this whole year, it, it was like a wash. You know, it was yeah. just like 
And I feel yeah. bad for the seniors last year too. Yeah. Like they just got robbed yeah, of yeah, like everything, grad bash. Everything, man. Because like I remember because they were they were still planning for all of this stuff. Like, you know, grad bash, prom, yeah. all that stuff was still on. And like the schools are still telling people yeah. it's on. And then just like, you know, they, had, yeah. they didn't get nothing. So no prom, no grad bash, no graduation, none of that stuff. I mean, they got a kind of like a graduation. Yeah. Like a, a virtual school, commencement. Yeah. And a lot of schools <laughs> they kind of like drive through, like yeah. drive bys and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. So um, but yeah, 2020 mm-hmm. was just not it. Nah, like as soon as Kobe died, it was just it just went downhill and everything. Everything it started with Pop Smoke and then yeah. everything because I think Pop Smoke was it was it late 2019 or was yeah, it I think it was, it was late, late 2019. 2019. Yeah, and, and then we rolled like, into 2020. 2020 and Kobe. Kobe. Now Kobe like affected me way too like hard. Yeah, and, like yeah, and then. The funny thing is, like the the shutdown happened like three days after my birthday. Okay. So I was we're we're at <laughs> no no stop bringing it up. We had <laughs> we had a like a little uh, birthday party at my crib, and mm. then like three days later, it was like shut down. I was like, well, at least I got to like you know yeah get in. Yeah, at so, least you got to <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we were excited for Ramal's because Ramal usually likes to throw like bigger like little shindigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And listen, there's a recent development. I started doing that. All right. Nah, but he started off well because he, I don't know, one of his homies like said, oh yeah, you can use my crib and it was a whole big old like place and I was like, you know, rich Kindle kids, you know, about like 40 people there. I was like, Ramon, how did you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. But But I know we were talking about um, as far as like a lot of people focus on like students, like motivation for like staying in school during Mm. this and everything. Yeah. But like talk about the teacher side. How do you stay motivated to teach when you can't even like interact with your students? Because I know that's a That's a great question, man. It's it's one of the biggest struggles that I had this year. Like, I mean, you guys have been in my class, so you guys know me. So you know what the energy and like everything that I bring to a classroom. And it's just like, it's tough because, you know, it's like, Everything was just changing. So I was I started off with one, you know, schedule and then all of a sudden kids start leaving. And then I started getting like different kids and then like I would get another class and yeah. then I would lose a class and then like one time like half of my kids are on Zoom and the other half are in the room and it's yeah. just like so like it, it kind of it sucks the motivation mm-hmm. out of you, you know. It's like and you know, they're not, I teach seniors. And so on top of everything else, I teach seniors, seniors. and you know what the senior life is like. So <laughs> they see your right. It's me. Yeah. Here. They I got really trying to do and, nothing. Yeah. And they had it since like the last class, you know, <laughs> yeah. the year before, yeah. because like they didn't go to school for three months. They were off for what? Six months from like, pretty much. Yeah. From March to, I'd already been like, so, I graduated so already. Yeah. <laughs> so it was tough, man. And I mean, you know, and it, it is, it's still tough. Like, like I, I teach IB, so mm-hmm. like the only thing with that is that like those kids are motivated because like they have tests and stuff like yeah. that. So like that's a little bit different. But the, like the regular classes that I teach, it's just it's a drag, you know. And it's like and it's unfortunate because like that's just not how I move. Like yeah. I, I I love engagement, I love interaction, yeah. I love discussion, I love reading great things. But it's like you can't even pass out things, you know. Yeah, you can't exactly. even collect things. So it's like. It's been, it was tough, you know. So I, mean, I I still you know do what I can, but like you know, it, a lot of it has been taken away as far as that's concerned. So, I mean, you know, I don't know. It's just I guess the motivation is like I still feel that I still walk away with them knowing something, you yeah. know. Like what I what I've done this year, um, especially with one of my classes. I mean, because like so much has happened. Just, yeah. All around. Yeah, I mean, so much has, has gone on. And, you know, it's always interesting to me to see how people think 
even if I don't agree with them, I yeah. just, I like to see like. Yeah, just the thought process. Yeah. How like, did you arrive Yeah, there? like how? Mm. Like how did you, why do you think that way, you know? So that has been a great opportunity for me to have like a lot of like conversations with students yeah. who don't have conversations with other people. Because yeah. like, you know, like when you're friends with someone, the reason why you're friends is because you guys typically share, share, share like, yeah, yeah, you have like like minds. So for them to kind of have conversations with people who don't have the same mindset, yeah. it's really interesting because what it is, and I was talking about them, I was talking to one class in particular, and we were talking about like generations. And I said, the problem with not you specifically, but yeah. this generation is that you guys feel that you're right. And if no one agrees with you, they're wrong. And I'm like, mm -hmm. it can't be that way. The absolutist yeah, type it, of- Yeah, it can't yeah. be that way. You know, and I said- that's how things are. And when someone tells you something that disagrees with you, you're not willing to talk about it. You're yeah. just willing to shout back whatever you feel. Yeah. You know, so it's that's one of the best things that I had this year was being able to have conversations with people who are just not aligned with my thinking. Yeah. You know, due to like environment, experience, whatever the case is. Yeah. And at least having them understand, you know, that there are perspectives out there that doesn't necessarily mean that you're wrong for how you feel. Yeah but not to disregard others for what they feel too. Mm. And, and how, cause I mean, it's an extremely political time. How is that? Like, so when COVID uh, dropped, I'm saying it like, it was like an album. Like, cause I mean, I'm a sub, so I just go in right. like to back office and just, but you know, like being, I guess more of like, which is still like blows my mind how like I was in the classroom now I'm right. in the classroom and in the different on the yeah. diff other side but I hear conversations from like teachers and in my head I'm like I'm a mama business but yeah, 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 like yeah. so is there any type of like tension sometimes <laughs> or like is it like healthy dialogue or some teachers are just like wilding like well you know <laughs> without getting political the yeah. last four years were just pretty divisive like yeah. no matter what definitely um, and it's interesting because like Again, it kind of goes back to this idea of where like people feel certain ways about no matter what you believe. Yeah. You feel kind of how you feel without really understanding why other people feel this a different way than you. Yeah. So like, you know, these things happen. These these conversations would come up and stuff like that. And, you know, as a teacher, I got to be careful. Like things I, <laughs> I, I kind of, you know, I can talk about like you got to stay away from things like politics, religion and stuff mm, like for that. Sure. But like my thing has always been. And I don't know if you guys remember, but my thing has always been devil's advocate. So whether I believe what you're saying or not, I always present another side to this. Like, okay, that's fine. But what about this? Like, have you thought about this? So yeah. I feel that those conversations are a lot less guarded because I'm able to do stuff like yeah. that. You know, and, and students, as a result, felt that it was a safe space to kind of feel how they wanted to feel about yeah. whatever they felt. Yeah. I remember, um, I think this was like 2017, um, when uh, I think when, when like when Black Lives Matter became started to become like a big thing, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and like a lot of people didn't understand what Black Lives Matter was about, mm -hmm. and like you know when you kind of just listen to what the media has to tell you yeah. without really doing your own no, research, yeah. you can get fed misinformation again on either side, right? Yeah. There's no side in which you know. And I remember, like, that came up and, like, something was, a, like, brewing in the class. You just felt it. Like, <laughs> I felt it that morning. It was, like, something oh. just, like, and somebody says something about police and no, somebody it, else. Your head, blue your eyes. Eyes. <laughs> like, Here we go. 
<laughs> so I just stepped in and I said, okay. I looked to the one side. I said, think about it like this. <laughs> what do you think about this? I said, okay. Now that's where that person's coming from. And I went to the other person. Now think about it like this. Okay. Now that's where that person is coming from. Yeah. So I was able to kind of diffuse it, not necessarily change anyone's ideas yeah, or opinions, yeah, yeah. but at least... As a result of that, there was, like, civility in the conversation. There's a dialogue. Yeah, because, like, they would tell me, like, in other classes, like, because a lot of times it would, like, they would be in the same class and it would drag from another class and was like, we were just talking about this. And I'm like, oh, here we go. (laughs) So, you know. that's And and even, um, I know Ramal knows this, too, like, just being in university, too, like, it's kind of like I never, well, my first initial years being at MDC, I never really had to worry about, like, all right, if I step into class, What's, right, right. what's the temperature like? Yeah. But now, like, every time I step into class, I'm like, all right, so who, like, yeah. who is on what type of time? And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a, a different type of tension that I feel like. And sometimes I'd be like, all right, no one brought it up, so why are you bringing this up? Like, right, I feel right, like they'd exactly. be, yeah, yeah, they yeah. be waiting to just <laughs> sneak to a just jab say it. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I had a moment like that in one of my sociology classes. And so, you know, it's sociology, so you're going to have like a mix of just all people from all yeah. different types of backgrounds. And so one of our uh, writing prompts was to kind of talk about just um, like just to kind of talk about and learn about the different terms about like asexual and like homosexuality yeah. and like gay and butch and all that stuff. And so this one kid in the group chat, he was just like, honestly, I don't know how to talk about none of this. And then some girl was just like, oh, you know, just, you know, just, uh, you know, tell a story or something. Da, da, da. He was like, all right, cool. But it's kind of hard to talk about this because I don't I don't believe in none of this shit. Right, right, right. And then as soon as he said that, like, I just, you know, even through text, you can kind of feel the temperature. Yeah, in the yeah, room yeah, change. yeah. Like this girl, like this trans, like it's a trans girl in the class. So she read it. And then I just saw typing. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Here we a go. Whole paragraph. She's going to fight. Yeah. Yeah, but my whole thing is, how do you just not know how to like read the room? How would you like? Did you not go to class the first day when people were introducing themselves in their background? Like, how do you just? He just brought it out. He just like, you know, I don't believe in none of that shit. But I don't know how to write this. Yeah, and 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 you know, and I think that's a lot of the problems with just so much that's going on now. Like, you know, kind of what you were saying. Like, even with like social media, you know, like a lot of my students. A lot of my students, you know, you know, I follow a lot of my students on social media, and like they'll okay, post yeah. stuff on their stories, and like I was gonna ask about that. That's yeah. a cringe fest sometimes. Sometimes it is, yeah. and like sometimes I have to like hold back, like. Again, not not mad, but like, why? Like, what is it? So yeah. I remember having a conversation with one student, uh, former student, and I was like, why did you post that? Like, I was just curious. Like, <laughs> why did you post that? You know, because like I, I knew the student. I knew the student's opinions and stuff like that. Yeah. But what they posted was something that was going to get like people upset. Yeah. And the person, the student said, I posted because I knew people were going to get mad. And I'm like. So what are we doing here? Yeah, like, and and that's the thing with so much, you know. I think there is a lot of ignorance in a sense of lack of knowledge with yeah. things, but I think because people are ignorant, they become incendiary with what they say. Like yeah. mm-hmm. they don't know things, but what's worse is they're not willing to learn mm-hmm. about yeah. things. And when that happens, the other person who's affected by this becomes guarded, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, you feel that way. And it's clear that you don't want to learn about anything else. So now, so I'm now about I'm, to, right, yeah. exactly, <laughs> right. Because it's not like okay, you know, you know, like I'm not even like that kid that said that. Whatever. Like I'm sure the next part wasn't like, hmm, 
why do you feel that way? The it was I'm sure it was already like all right yeah, now yeah. it's time to go in right and and it's just I don't know how we got to this point where it's just that nobody's willing to talk about anything yeah. and it's just and nothing can ever get better with stuff like that right because yeah. it, it you know what it comes down to is not about changing people's minds it's helping people to get a different perspective so maybe they'll change their mind yeah. right it's not about you know chris you feel this way mm-hmm. like i don't this is why you need to feel this way yeah. it's mm-hmm. like okay fine but let me tell you how i feel and now that we're listening to each yeah. other at least we have a better understanding and we yeah. know how to move around each other you know and i think that's the most important thing because you're not going to change everyone's mind mm-hmm. you're just not some people feel the way that they feel and some people feel justified in how they feel right so fine but all right but we can't always be in a space where we're, we're fighting or we're not talking. We yeah. have to be able to, like, you know, cohabitate or just yeah. communicate, whatever the case is. So, I, yeah. I feel like a lot of that, like, the whole, like, like you said, like, when we get to this point, I feel like social media plays a yeah. big role. Because, like you said, how, like, you know how friends find each other because they have some type right, of common right, ground. Right. So, social media amplifies that. It's yeah. like, all right, here's, like, a hundred, bunch of hundred followers right, right. that believe the same thing you same do. thing i do so no matter what i tweet post right. i'm gonna get reinforced right, that right. oh yeah i'm i'm good i'm right and right. then once that one person comes around and said you know maybe you should there's like no like yeah. and they go yeah. on attack mode yeah it's crazy how much like people reinforce their own ideas in a vacuum but like once you take them out of that vacuum and challenge it their their mind actually starts to just yeah like, switch, yeah which yeah it's crazy yeah i know and, and that's why again that's why i like to have conversations with because I, i've I found that happen like so many times where people have felt a certain way and then we've had a conversation about it, like in a classroom or whatever the case is. And then like after class, you know, they'll ask more questions. You know, it's like, but when you're around those who share your mindset, there's no need to ask questions, right? Because we all believe the same thing. And if we're not being affected by this, then why should we change how we feel or how we think, whatever? Because we're not, you know, this is not a direct conflict in our personal lives. And and good, yeah. oh, oh and um yeah like like basically what Ramal said it's like I I noticed that on social media from both sides like wherever how you feel about things it's a lot of like I like I like a lot of I like idealistic thinking in terms of like oh like we want <laughs> this to happen so it should happen and right. they don't they're not really thinking about like oh what do you have to do in the real world? Like, you can't just go on Instagram and tweet about it and be like, oh, this is what's happening at such and such country. And like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And me and Ramal talked about it now that there's now a font or like an aesthetic for social justice and awareness, which pisses me off. Yeah. Completely. But like, for me, it's like, I just want those people to like get put in a real world environment where it's like, okay, I can't just be out here thinking like, it's just one way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and I, I think I, I think that that's kind of the issue too. It's that that we get mad at people for feeling a certain way, mm-hmm. but at the same time, we also have to empathize that they've never been in that situation, yeah. right? Because when people experience, it's typically when they have empathy, right? It's hard to empathize. It's easy to feel sympathy. It's easy to feel yeah. bad for someone, right? We can watch something on the news and see a bombing or whatever the case is, like. I was reading about like these atrocities that are happening in Ethiopia right now and, and like I didn't even know about it and it's like I, I sympathize for those people but I don't have empathy yeah. like and it's not that I don't want to but I haven't experienced that yeah. like I don't know what that life is yeah. like and I think that's the biggest issue with people it's like 
people don't have empathy for what other people are going through because they just can't experience it. They don't experience it. And, you know, and that's the kind of conversations. And, and that's why. That's that, a gym. I like that. That's yeah. a gym. And, and that's why. And that's why, like, I, I kind of like the position that I'm in because, like, this this. Listen, this is not going to sound humble, but whatever. But like, <laughs> no, no, okay. Tell him. Talk like, to him. This is like, like I, I've done it all. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I came from the hood. Yeah. You know, I came through rough situations. Like, I, I got, shout out to the Bronx. Oh, here like, we go. <laughs> J Boogie. I, I, got, <laughs> I got educated, you know, like, I, I worked in tough environments. I worked in good environments, right? So I feel like I'm able to kind of touch on all these different aspects, right? So yeah. I can... I, I can I can live in these different worlds, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. and I think because of that, it's easier for me to empathize. You have with perspective, people. right? Uh-huh. Exactly. But you know, if I'm if I'm working in the South Bronx, these kids don't know about yeah. some of these kids that I that I've worked with around and like live in like Coral Gables, yeah. whatever the case is. So you have two different lifestyles that cannot possibly understand each other. Yeah. I mean, the human experience is similar in certain ways, but in other ways it's vastly different, right? Yeah. So if you don't know what it's like to, to, to be hungry or if you don't know what it's like to have to walk places because you don't have a car, like, you know, yeah. or if you don't know what it's like to, you know, have a trust fund or, or to have, you know, your college set up, yeah. it's just hard to understand. Open people. the cereal box because that's the only thing, but then you open it and there's some bugs in yeah, it. Yeah, you got roaches like, in it or whatever the case is. Or like, you know, like not really understanding, like, we don't have dinner, so we have yeah. to eat this. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, and I, I mean, I'm not going to sit there and say, like, I had it as bad as some people have because yeah. I know I have it. You yeah. know, I, you know, I grew up in the hood, but, you know... I, I wasn't, I was never without, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I grew up in the hood, I was poor, it was tough, but like, I know people who grew up in the same environment as me who had it a lot worse, yeah. you know? And vice versa, like, I, I live a pretty comfortable life now, but yeah. I know that there's people that live better than me, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But like, I think I'm able to talk to people and connect with people so well because, for one, I listen to people and also I can kind of tap into at least some of the things that they're talking about, if not everything, you know? Yeah, that and and I resonate with that a lot because like it's almost the same thing. Like from like <clears throat> age one to like nine, I want to say I was in the Bronx, and then right. for like nine to twelve, I went upstate with my aunt, and so I went from the Bronx to like you know school. Yeah. I'm usually the only Hispanic in the class, and I'm seeing a different life. Right, and I feel like that was a a very pivotal moment for me, like yeah. understanding different people. And then from those three years, like you know, in an all white school and seeing all the resources right yeah, yeah to come down here to homestead and then a different culture completely yeah. and i'm like all right and and thankfully initially at the beginning of my life i was very like observant i really wouldn't talk much i would just like like to see right right uh so i yeah i i understand that um completely yeah resonate with that one yeah uh but how like so like how because for me i'm a, like i said i'm a sub and i uh, after I graduated my AA, I was like, "All right, I'm gonna do a sub thing for the year." Um, at first, just to see like if I if teaching is really like for right. me, and so like I did the sub thing, and then like a couple months in, I was like, "That's when I started like looking back at my professors." I'm like, "Oh, my like my teachers are different because mm-hmm. like, I, that's when I realized, all right, this isn't. I don't think this is for me. Right, right. But it it showed me a whole new like respect for like what you guys do and have to deal with on a daily. Because for me. I go into, like, a different class, like, every day. I don't right. really have to... I'm not, like, committed or connected right. to most of the kids. Um, so, how, like, 
I just want to understand how, like, when, like, you decided to do this and, like, understanding, like, everything that comes with it, too. Because, like, teaching isn't just, like, oh, like, they come into class and you just give them some subjects to... Right, right. Like, I feel like teaching, like, being a teacher is really fundamental to, like, a child's, like, development, like, right. period. Yeah, yeah. And that's a lot of responsibility. I was going to say, why high school kids? <laughs> yeah. oh, so. I remember myself in high school. I hope you only vaguely remember <laughs> oh, no, I remember. Oh, no, I please. I remember well. No, no, no. There's, there's I certain people I just never forget, and so I, I remember I remember well. Um, and so I'm going to answer your question, but it's so funny because I was thinking about the time that Craig just blacked on me when I said his name wrong in class. He was like, it's Craig. And I was like, I will never forget hey! that joke. I will never forget that joke. That joke is like imprinted in my mind. I don't remember what name yeah. I said, but it was, it was a C and he was like, it's Craig. I was like, oh. All right. My bad. My bad. It's all good. Wait, 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 wait. I, wait, I'm going to need you to answer the question first and then we can get to the, yeah, the yeah. funny moments. Yeah, yeah, nah. That joint, that joint forever lives in my there's mind. A bunch, there's a bunch of memories I want to retouch oh, on, but yeah, that joint forever lives in my mind. All right, so <laughs> that's that's a bit of a layered question. All right, so when I first realized that I wanted to be a teacher was um, in tenth grade. I was in high school and like I just I, like I was always a smart kid, but I just I, I, you know I was just I was a knucklehead. Like I was getting into a lot of trouble. I wasn't going to school a lot, so I remember this teacher. Uh, he pulled me aside and he was like, what's going on with you? And I was like, nothing, you know, I was, I was a knucklehead teenager. And he was like, oh, you haven't been in school. What's going on? And, you know, I was like, nah, it's nothing. He was like, you know, you're too good for this. You know, you're too, you're too good to be doing this. Like this, this is not who you are. You know, yeah. like other people may be that way, but this is not you. Yeah. So that moment always stuck out to me. Like this person who... I've only known for four or five months. It's like invested in me. Yeah, he doesn't have a reason to be invested yeah. in me, right? Like he can, you know. You hear this unfortunately a lot. Like, oh, this, you know, it's a paycheck, whatever the case is. But this person is actually taking the personal time to invest in what I, how I feel about something. So like that always stuck with me. And then I had another teacher a year later who would tell me like the, he was a great teacher. I can't remember his name, but he was a great teacher. <laughs> I know how great is he, right? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, high school is a blur. But um, he was, an, I remember he was an economics teacher and he was, a, you know, and he was just telling me all the benefits of teaching. And so when I went to a year later, I, I taught at a summer camp and the connections that I made with those kids, it just meant something to me. And I was like, this is what I want to do, you know? So I went, I went to college. I wasn't sure what I was going to do, either math teacher or English teacher, because I, I love them both. Thank um, God you weren't a math yeah, teacher. I know. I would have a whole different outlook of you. Listen, <laughs> and I would understand. It's just, it's just different. Uh, math is just different. It's a different beast. <laughs> but um, so when I decided that, you know, I just knew that that was the path that I was going to take. And I remember, I was working in, um, I was working in Antella Loft, and I was making, I was making good money. I was mm -hmm. in New York City, Wall Street. I was making good money to be 21 years old. Yeah. I was making really good money. And then I joined the Teaching Fellows in New York, which is like, you know, a program to get teachers, you know, into inner cities, whatever. And I took that, you know, I took the job and my first month was just horrible. I remember that day. Just like I said, there's certain things that just, I remember. I walked into the class and there, there was 
there was a cockiness about me. Like I was like, you know, <laughs> I'm a young black man. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm working, and I knew the school was infamous for being bad, notorious. <laughs> but I'm like, nah, I'm good. I walked in, and for six straight hours, kids were just yelling, 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 and I'm like. I can't do this. Like, this is crazy. So I remember I went home to my, I, went, I was living with my mom at the time. I was like, mom, psst, I think I'm going to go back to Antel. I was making really good money there. And she was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I can't do this. Like, they're not listening. Like, I, what, why are you not listening to me? I couldn't understand it. So she was like, all right, listen, just give it the month, right? You, you've all, This is only your first day. You know, give it a month. And if in a month, you know, because like I was really cool with the people at Antel and it was yeah. like, you know, I knew if I, if I wanted to go back, I could. So they was like, all right. She was like, just give it the month. If you give it the month, then like, then you decide. But what happened was that year was still the worst. But <laughs> what happened was I started making connections. Mm. Like I started to see that what I said mattered to someone. And that's what changed everything. Like, I was able to have talks, like, these young men were looking up to me. Like, yeah. you know, and, and I don't I don't want to paint the cliche picture, but, like, these young men without fathers, without, you know, yeah. these positive male role models in their lives, they were starting to look up to me. And yeah. they were listening to me. And it might not have been about, like, you know, Shakespeare, but it was about life. Yeah. And I was like, all right, like, what I'm saying is starting to matter. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to stick this year out and see what happens. And then that's what it was. So like honestly, my first five years of teaching, it wasn't about it wasn't about literature. You know, it, it was about it was about life, making yeah. these connections with these people and helping them. To me, as far as I was concerned, teaching was second. Because yeah. like I knew I knew the content. I knew I knew how to deliver the content, but yeah. I had to get them. And that was the most important thing. And I knew once I got them, I could do something with it. So those first five years and and you know how it is. I mean, yeah. you guys went to high school. Teachers are <laughs> built off a of reputation. Yeah. So if the if a senior is telling you that no oh, next year this teacher yeah he's dub like what you're gonna do whatever you're gonna do yeah you already walking in like all right I'm finna whatever <laughs> you know I'm gonna do whatever I want yeah. you know like oh this teacher doesn't check homework or this teacher you know whatever the case is yeah. you know yeah so it was so important for me to build those relationships so when those kids left the new kids was like okay. This is what this is what Baker's about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like that's what all that was. And that's kind of what happened to me with Keysgate too. It was like like I, I built that that New York reputation. It was like, all right, you know, this is what he's about. You yeah. know, the way I came in, I was business, whatever the case is. And like yeah. we had a good year. You <laughs> Baker know? came in the first year I, and we were your only junior class, right? Yeah. That that one class and that one junior class. Yeah. Shout out to us. But yeah. I remember Baker came in, he's like, I'm gonna make you guys write every single day. And I was uh, in class like <laughs> I was like, this man like, right here. <laughs> I was like, word, like really? <laughs> and then, but then you said you were from New York, and then I was like, okay, he's yeah, cool. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll comply. Yeah, <laughs> that usually gets people when I say I'm from New York, because then like they only hear a bunch of stories. But that's that's kind of what made me want to be invested. You know, it's like uh, there's an impact. You know, and I was it's funny because I was talking to my wife about this yesterday, and it's like, like I have. In my opinion, of course, I have like the most amazing job because like one thing that I have that other professions don't always have is impact. Mm. You know, like mm. I spoke to a student that I spoke that I taught 18 years ago. Like she found me on social media That's and nuts. she reached out to me and she was like, you don't understand what those two years meant to my life. Like yeah. she's a teacher now and she's doing great things. Mm. And like 
that's what it's about for me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm not saying you can't have great everything. There's great doctors, but like I don't remember a doctor that I had 18 years ago. Yes, like I want to go true. see and like, yeah. hey, you know, <laughs> thanks for you know stitching me up. You know what I'm saying? So you yeah. know, and and that's what it's all about for me. It's it's always been about like human connection for me, like like mattering to people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and I, I don't have to matter to everyone, and I know I don't, and that's fine. But I do know that there are people. That like we sit near. Yeah. Like I mean, if I didn't have these relationships, like you know, six years later, right? Yeah. Six years later, you know, you know you keep dropping that six, bro. Stop making you feel I, old. Nah. <laughs> like, nah. You feel what about me? Yeah, <laughs> nah. But that, that's that's crazy because when you went to Keith Gate, all you needed was like two years. Yeah. No, all you needed was that first year to be honest. Because like after that first year, I was like, I need Baker my senior year. <laughs> and then that senior year, like I had you, and then I remember like at Pep Riley's, everyone would be like, Baker, yeah. Baker, and I'm here like, yo, this man just came in here and just like. Like, goaded himself yeah. is, is wild. Yeah, I, still I remember, I, still I, remember I came in for 12th grade, and then everybody was like, Baker, Baker, Baker. And I'm just like, they're just like, oh, like, I mean, you got to do your work, but he's a cool teacher. I'm like, you got to do your work, <laughs> but he's a cool teacher. Okay. Right. <laughs> and it makes like, <laughs> two exist in the same realm. Right. Yeah. And then I came in and sat down for that Cambridge literature class. Uh-huh. And then you were just like, yep, you guys are going to write. You guys are going to, I was just like, and he's the he's the cool one. Like, <laughs> can I go back to Cabrera? Can I? <laughs> Shout out to uh, yeah, I, yeah. I remember for me, like uh, for the first couple months, I was still kind of like, because I guess, like you said, like the experience you had. For me, I was like, all right, like I know I'm capable enough, but like right. I was just chilling most of the time. I was yeah. just messing around, and also it helped. It didn't help that my brother was uh, my stepbrother Max. He was a uh, a year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you bring it up, man. <laughs> nah, because like since Max is, Max is a year above me, like okay. in grade level, uh, like anything he would do, like senior stuff or like, right. I, yeah, senior stuff. I was like every weekend, I was like, all right, I'm gonna hang, uh, I'm hanging out with the seniors, I'm yeah. chilling, da, da, da. and then I remember like one time, I don't know what specific you said to me, but you just basically told me like, oh, apply myself, mm-hmm. and then I was like, all right, bet. Because the thing was, I remember being in class, and then like you would a- ask a question. And in my head, I'm like, I know the answer. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't anyone else know this answer? Yeah. So there was a there was a spe- specific day. I remember it. We we had the table set up in like a U uh-huh. shape. Yeah. Um. And then like the whole class, I was just like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And you're like, you're like, okay, Chris. And then from then on, I was like, yeah, nah. Now I'm about to like. Now I felt like confident and prideful to like you know, right? No, like you know, yeah. be educated in a way. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy to me how, like, when you, you get to, like, when you're a child, all you want to know is questions, right? Yeah. But when you get to a certain age... It's that high school. Yeah, you just, you're afraid to ask. And it's like, what happens? It's like, you know, the inquisitive mind is still, like, we're, we're like, operated to think, you know, yeah. to, to, to know more. And yet, we just get to a point where it just becomes more, you become more reticent about that thing, which I, I think is, like, interesting. And like, you know, a sign of a good teacher is the ability to recognize like potential in students because yeah. like, you know, we don't have the same conversations with the same, with the, all the same students. Like yeah. the conversations that I had with you guys is like, I, I don't have, I didn't, you know, I don't remember everybody at Toy Keys game, yeah. but like, you know, like I just didn't have those same conversations. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And like, I remember one of the, remem- the thought, the memories I have with you is towards the end of the year, you and I, we just sat in the back of the classroom we just talked about music, and that was it. And that was it. We talked about artists. We talked about albums. Like, he was like, "What do you listen to?" I played what you listen to. You know, I remember you and I had an argument about uh, 
to Pimp a Butterfly. I didn't think it was a classic, and you did. And I remember we oh, went back and forth. Yeah. You know, so like, but that's the thing. Uh, like, it, but it's because I was able to recognize those things. Like, yeah. okay, I can, you know, this this is how I can reach him. Yeah. So this is what I do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? This is how I can reach you. So this is yeah. what I do. You know, it, it's just different for everyone. So. I remember you would, you would like, every time I'll come in, you'd be like, you watched that Arrow episode? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Arrow. I was I like, like, nah, that. not yet, not yet. That. I remember that. That show kind of like, you should have like stopped at like yeah, season yeah, like yeah, yeah. four or five. A lot of those flashes like that too, it, it happens. Yeah. yeah they they kind of go too long. But yeah, nah. Damn, I, I'm hurt. I thought you were going to bring up the poetry, man. What's up with I'm just kidding. No, I remember that too. I remember that too. I remember we were in whose classroom was that? It wasn't think, my classroom. I think it was Cabrera's classroom. Was it? was it Cabrera's classroom? I think so. When we were going over like yeah. how I need to perform it. Yeah, yeah. it was was it Cabrera's class? Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I remember I remember. Nah, that that you know what you I remember you when we started getting into poetry that scene I guess was the senior year that we did, did poetry? No, junior year. Junior year, yeah. okay. So I remember junior year like when you're, I remember you like saying you hate poetry now, yeah. and I was like, I was like, I mean, I don't think it's that big of a deal. But then after the course, and I started appreciate appreciating poetry, and then I'll go like on social media, Instagram, and see all these like IG type poems, and now yeah. now that like <laughs> transferred to me, and I was like, this is trash. Yeah, yeah no, those, those shit suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was always saying, I was like, you know, I said that I was like, I, I hate reading people's poetry because yeah. it's like it, they don't realize it's an artistry it's a, just like yeah. everything else like you know I, I the people are like oh i feel emotions i want to make two words rhyme it's a poem no nah. it's like you don't write a song that way you don't paint a picture like that yeah. you know like you don't act that way you yeah. you know it, it's a craft that you have to work on you know what i'm saying so it's like you know so that's why i was never you know because i yeah it, it, and it's crazy because that I, I don't know if we're talking about the same like poetry performance but it was a poetry performance that Ramal did that like made me resonate with him. Like yeah. I remember being in the cafeteria and then he performed, and then that's when I was in my in my head. I was like, "This guy's a nice guy." I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm, yeah. a, I'm <laughs> this guy's a nice guy. I was like, "I'm gonna keep in touch with him." And then yeah. and so that's crazy how that like yeah that was the uh, the Black History performance. Yeah, I think. there yeah. you go. Yeah, it yeah. Was mine good. was for the one that I read with him was for uh, like a state yeah. poetry. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. uh, you were in the club, right? Yeah, poetry club. Got you. Got you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and that poem, that poem was dope too. I remember it. It was dope. Yeah, and I was trying to give him some like feedback on how to just kind of you know really like sell it like before. yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Is there is because there's a couple actually. I have a I have a voice note from Kanaima. Oh my god! <laughs> Hold on, give me one. Should, should we be afraid? Hold on, we about to play this he right didn't. now. Okay. Um. Hi. This is Kanaima. Oh my gosh, haven't seen you in so long. Oh my gosh, love the baby. Okay, so <laughs> I wanted to know what's your most memorable moment in Kiske? Um, Does it matter what year? I mean, hopefully it's my class and my year, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question. Oh man, that's a tough one. Um... I guess we could break it down memorable, like, t I guess to our specific Maybe class like a or top three. Yeah. Okay. So what I'll say is, let me start like kind of general. The reason why Keysgate in particular, that senior class was memorable to me is because like I had both the juniors and the seniors. Yeah. So very rarely had a, had an opportunity to kind of like move up, Yeah, you know? 
But now that you say that, I remember, I don't remember the details specifically, but I remember one time I just blacked out on the class. Like, I remember Yo. that. <laughs> I was so what? angry. I, I don't, I, it was like, you guys didn't do your work or something. So this, this is what happened. I'm, I'm sure this is what happened. A, we didn't do our work, but B, we walked in there, right? That was a, that was the class. Craig was in there. Yep. Kanaima was in uh, there. Yep. Uh, Aaron, um, Crystal. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> so we walked in there, right? And then all of a sudden we started talking about SpongeBob. We talked about SpongeBob for yeah, like 20 I minutes. Remember. And then you just sat there at the podium. You took, <laughs> and then I remember, I remember recognizing that you're tight in the corner yeah. and I, and I shut up and I was yeah, like, yeah, cause I, my podium was in the yeah, corner. Yeah. I, and I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like <laughs> and then you took off your glasses in that and every time you were upset you would just take yeah. off your glasses wipe your wipe <laughs> yeah, your face and I you're like and you're like I don't understand <laughs> how I'm sitting here for 20 minutes listening to you guys talking about SpongeBob and I was there like oh my gosh <laughs> yeah I, I I remember that because it's funny because you know it's an interesting balance that that you know sometimes teachers have right because mm-hmm. it's like we I have a great relationship with students but at the same time I'm still the teacher yeah you know? and sometimes that day we yeah sometimes <laughs> the lines get blurred a little bit you know yeah they'll blur um, real quick yeah yeah to bring it in focus <laughs> yeah so sometimes you know I got to do that and like it, it's it's still kind of like my calling card like to this day like when I'm in the classroom and like. You know, like, I, cause like I'm not a big yeller. Like I don't yell a lot. Or this man has a signature. Like, Yo, yeah. you just waited till the I'm class like, got quiet. Yeah, just... so I just do that. I just I, I take off my glasses and I just rub my face, and they're like, "Oh man, big is about the black on us," <laughs> and it's like, and they're like, "All right." Yeah, yeah you you, so. you were upset that day. There was a day where like I remember I did a group project, and then we sat down, and then the group next, the group after us with like Jared, I think uh, Yai. And I don't know what they did. I think they just didn't handle their presentation well. And Eviscerated you, them. And you, yo, <laughs> oh yo, no, I remember. For, <laughs> for real, like they, they turned the lights on, and he, he Baker was not with it. That and I was just there, like I'm so sorry. Like I'm so, <laughs> I don't know if we just did better, and like by comparison, but like yeah, you 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 tore them up. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> you blacked out on me too. Yeah, yeah, that that hurt my soul. Wait, wait. So you want to explain? The <laughs> no, story? because okay. So. I feel like you need to lay down. This is like I'm traumatized. <laughs> Let me hold the pillow while I talk about it. So I don't. You had put us into like you had set the the desk formation to where like we were in kind of like groups a little bit. Like right. there were like uh two like two desks together and then like in a row and so you had like three of them. Yeah, and so like. You had sat me in front of Jackie, I think it was. And so, like, you were teaching or whatever. And I guess I was talking to her while you were teaching. And so, like, all of a sudden, like, I was talking. And then all of a sudden, like, I just hear it get quiet. And so then I just turn. And all I hear is, do you ever stop talking? <laughs> and I was just, and I was just like, in my head, I'm like, no fucking way. He was like, do you, do you like, do you ever stop talking? Do you hear me teaching? And I was just like. Felt like I was getting hit with like heavy oh. artillery, like like three sniper shots in my head, bro. Like that was crazy. I didn't. I was about to cry. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I'm a little sensitive. I was really about to cry. I remember that too. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. And then like everybody like afterwards, they were just like, "Hey, bro, like it's okay. He didn't have to yell at you like that." I remember Sharaki was just like, "Hey, bro, it's okay. He didn't have to yell at you like that." 
Oh, man. Uh, one of my most memorable moments at, at Keysgate also definitely was your prom. Like, I have all the pictures still. Yo, yeah, the, everybody wanted to wear a bow tie. The yeah. day we all wear bow ties, <laughs> I we didn't all, wear one. We all like, all right, we did it on purpose. We're all like, all right, we're gonna wear this bow tie, and then we pop up. He has a, just a normal tie, and yeah. I'm like, I was like, why? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> oh, you remember man. when I told you <laughs> what George Lopez thought? When I was like, hey, George Lopez, he, he, the, the, are you the, are you Muslim? And then he was, and, I, and you were oh. like, why? You were like, why do you think I'm Muslim? He was like, oh, because you wear a bow tie all the time. No, I don't remember yeah. that. That's terrible. <laughs> he's like, it's Baker. Because I remember you asked me one time, he's like, is Baker Muslim? I'm like, why would I know? And then he was like, oh, because, you know, Muslims usually wear bow ties. I'm like, I don't, I don't think so, George. No, I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, no. So then I remember I asked you. And then he was just like, no. <laughs> Yo, th- thankfully, Baker never really spazzed out on me personally. But like, there was a couple times in our classroom that yeah, we got got a little too. I mean, some of this names you said in the classroom, I I can understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> and then, oh man, I'm not even gonna go into that. But anyway, so there was also one time where <laughs> going back to Craig, this is the infamous moment. This moment affected Craig so much that he carries a bottle of lotion with him everywhere oh, he goes. Oh, <laughs> you remember? Yeah, oh yeah, no. So it was that like Crystal. Crystal. I remember the yeah. moment. They tell him. Tell him. Oh, Crystal, oh, Crystal was sitting in the same group with Craig. Baker's in the middle of like a lecture or something, and there was like just one moment. I guess Crystal just came out of nowhere and was like, "Damn boy, you ashy as hell!" <laughs> and then we all turned to Craig, and Craig was like. <laughs> and then the next day Craig pulls up with a whole yeah, bottle of lotion. And he keeps it in his book bag. And yeah. then since then he was like he was like, nope. That day he's like, that moment traumatized me too much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how do you get to a moment like that? Jesus. Why Wait, but Baker, how do you keep like st- like how do you not laugh like in these moments? Cause I'd be when I sub, there's some Funny moments, yeah, and I'm just like, yo, please, I just need to laugh. Sometimes, I, sometimes I can't help it. Like, <laughs> sometimes, like I can't help it. Like, but I, I like, I, I read the room. Like, I, I like, I evaluate it real quick. So, like, I if like it's like a joke between two people. Yeah. If like the person that's saying it to the per- other person that they're making fun of, like if they don't laugh, like I, I just read them. Mm-hmm. But like if they like laughing, like I, I laugh too. But other, I just. You know, it's not easy all the time, you know. And they swear we don't hear them. They swear we can't hear every single call. And that flashes back to me. I'm like, oh, he was definitely hearing everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy because we really thought that he wasn't like. Yeah, I thought it was like, oh, he's in his own zone. But now I'm like, yo, this desk is literally right yeah. here. Like, I can yeah. I tell students I can't see everything, but I definitely can hear. Like, and you be hear hearing it. all the details of oh, everything going stuff. on in school. Yeah. Is, is 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 things I don't want to hear sometimes. But yeah. I can. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, nah. yeah. But what? <laughs> oh man, there was some there was some funny moments in there. Uh, were, was there ever a time where you just like where you like just really just had an issue like with a student like not not like oh just one class but like it was a consistent like <laughs> issue there was just a student where you were just like no you mean in Keysgate or Keysgate just in or general? whatever in general like. um yeah not in Keysgate like cause you, you going back to what you said like um why high school because like high school is a, high school is a different beast like I've taught all I've taught from pre-k all the way to college That's level I've taught it all and each of them has their own kind of like, you know, so I've been teaching, 
I've been teaching high school now for 13 years. Mm-hmm. And then I taught uh, six years at, in a middle school. <laughs> Ooh, your middle schools. Middle schools no, is just, horrible for me. They just, really don't care. They, like, they, they don't. They, like, really they just, they're, they're just, they're wired different. Like, they're just, they're wired different. <laughs> and just, I don't know where, it's crazy, like you said, like, like, Middle school, I feel, I still feel like they're still asking questions. They're still like, yeah. just like, like life is moving at a thousand percent. And then yeah. high school comes and it's just like, like they just mellow out. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's true. It's I don't know. It's like it's almost like a switch that that happens. And it's interesting because like this since I've been at Reef, I've taught all grades nine, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Mm-hmm. So a couple of years ago, I taught ninth grade, and although they're still immature because they're ninth grades, they're not like the seniors. Yeah, like. There's a marked difference from them being eighth graders to ninth graders. It's just something happens where it's like there's a level of maturity that just kind of changes. But I remember two kids in particular in in the Bronx. Now, this school that worked in the Bronx was just... It's so bad the state had to shut it down. Like, the state walked in and was like, this can't possibly be a building (laughs) where (laughs) children are learning. learning. (laughs) We need to shut this down immediately. Like, how is this... Like, there was one student... Who he got mad at a teacher mm-hmm. and he took like they was doing construction over there. He took a brick, like one of those big cinder blocks, cinder blocks. Yeah. And the teacher had a Hummer, threw it through his, his windshield. Oh, oh my God. Like that's the kind of that's the kind <laughs> that's of kind monsters of- I was dealing with, man. Like, <laughs> and these were seventh and eighth graders, man. These were, were like high villains. school kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like these are the types of kids and like they was just like dealing <laughs> <laughs> with super villains. <laughs> For right? real. So, like, there was these two kids in particular, but for different reasons. This one kid, like, he was just, he was just a walking problem. Like, he mm-hmm. was just a problem. He didn't listen to anyone. He didn't respect anyone. Like, there was just no reach. Sometimes there's, like, kids, like, I've dealt with this a lot. Like, especially when I, I worked in the Bronx, there would be kids that teachers couldn't handle. Yeah. And so they would be like... Just give him the bacon. I'm like, really? Like, why do I have all these kids, man? Like, like, I mean, fine, they're gonna listen to me, but still, like, yeah. I, I, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Like, you know, like, can yeah. I get a you're break? The, you're the backbone yeah. of the school. Yeah. yeah. Or like, can can you learn how to do like deal with this Damn. kid? Like, why do I have to like always, always, always? Baker so, always got to carry the whole school. Yeah. Man. It's terrible. So ne- every day, Baker, you get another kid. You got to be. Who is it? This kid? Of course it is. Of course it's him. The kid of has course, a rap sheet already. Yeah, so of course it's him. So this one kid, he just did not care. Like he was just like little, little short pudgy kid. He's just like this kid was just built different. Like he's in sixth grade, just walking around the school, not in class. It was like it got to a point where like administrators was like, "Yo, what's up?" Because it was like they knew he was gonna be out in the hallway. And I just I could not like it's it, it's hard for me, and I don't know if it's an ego thing or what. But it's tough for me when I can't reach a kid, like at all. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I understand I'm not gonna have the same relationships <laughs> with all students. But when I can't tap into something, yeah, it's just it, it frustrates me. But this kid, like he was like a walking problem. I remember this kid. We got a phone call. This kid, it was like, listen, this kid just came from the precinct. He's coming to school, and I was like, oh man, this kid got arrested earlier in the day. <laughs> And he coming and to school. Going, and he's going to the and school. And he was like, yo, and it, like, I used to work in... Um, they gave him a cold bagel and said, yeah. I. <laughs> and it was like, oh, it's you again. All right, man, we're going to send you back to school. <laughs> you know, the kids call the school's called CSI now, like the detention. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. where I worked my second year of, of, um, of teaching. Like, I, I taught some classes, but I worked mostly CSI. Mm. So I would get all, like... But that's kind of, like, kind of where I honed my skills. Like, yeah. kind of, you know, you... Sometimes when you come out the mud, that's what you yeah. gotta you know, you <laughs> learn. So that's what it was. But this kid was just unreachable. There was a time where like, 
So what we would do, we, we would, we would, we, they were always the last kids. The kids who were in CSI were always the last kids to get released because mm. they were just like problems. Yeah. And like the they school was like, let, let, yeah, let, let everyone else out and then let them out. Yo, this kid, <laughs> we were like down at the basement. This kid was trying to climb out the window to try to jump out. I'm like, yo, I was like, this can't be real. Like this cannot be a real thing. I was like, yo. Sometimes I just think about that kid, and when I'm not angry, he was a, a little pudgy kid. Yeah, too, like a so yeah, you're trying to see him climb up in the window, and I'm like, yo, I just can't. Sometimes I think about him, I'm like, yo, I wonder like what's going on with it's this kid. He's, like, in, he's in Arkham Asylum. That's where he's at, bro. Apparently, that's a real uh, Batman yeah. two villain origin story, bro. Like for real, like. And there was this um, other kid again, the same school, and the reason why I didn't like this kid is just like. I very rarely meet kids that are just like disrespectful. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. he that's just what he was. And what I mean by that is like he would never do his work. He would always joke and like you know, when the class is going well, he would be always be the one to disrupt it, whatever the case is. And no matter what I did, if I called this like I, I'm not a big calling home. I hate that. Like because yeah. like I feel like I'm the first line of defense. Yeah, and yeah. once you start doing that, you kind of lose it. Yeah, yeah, you lose it. You know, that's why I, no matter how hard things were, I never called a principal into my class, a dean, never that. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I'm going to figure this out. Because, yeah. like, you know, when these people leave, you're going to act fine when they're here. But as soon as they leave, it's me and you yeah. again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, Smart. that's I, I got to a point with this kid where I just didn't know what to do. So, like, I, I would call his mom, whatever, and, like, he would get in trouble. And then it was, like, next day, it was just, like, whatever. So what made me really dislike this kid was that one day I was being observed, right? Mm-hmm. And he, and I was being observed for, it was a 90 minute class and he was. And did a donkey the whole 90 minutes. No, no, minutes. no. He was perfect for oh, 90 minutes. Oh, a different kind of evil. Crazy, right? <laughs> Took out his notebook, right, wrote the aim to do now. He read out loud. He answered questions. And you just there like, I the can't believe it. The second the administrator left, he was back to who he was. And I was like, see, that's that's a different level of <laughs> Now disrespect. he's a sociopath. Like, that's a different level. Yeah. If you just like, I would rather you act a fool because like, that's who you are. <laughs> but you just showing me, nah, I'm not, I'm not here for this. Like, I'm not here to do what you asked me to do. And for ten months, I'm just gonna give it. I'm just gonna give you problems. Just give it to you. <laughs> That's crazy. Yo, I was. That's yo, a I was That's I That's was crazy. like, yo, I told them I was like, I would have rather you just bug out in class today than to do what you just did because that shows me you can do this. You just, just trying to be disrespectful. The level, the level of disrespectful. Oh, just the like the thoughts, like yeah, because like that's my whole thing. My whole thing is built on respect. Like you know, that's you know, if we have a mutual respect, see, that's a villain. Yeah, that was yeah. I'm about to say like that, the, that, other kid, the other kid is his henchman. Yeah, that's the exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's the muscle. That's a mastermind right there. So man, I mean, like you know, like. Even if we don't like rock like that, if there's a level of respect, we can get what we need yeah. to get out of each other. Yeah. But that kid was just, and he and on top of it, kind of going with your own mastermind. This kid was so smart. He was such a smart kid. Like, oh no, he's a sociopath. Yeah, now. he got like, like he got top scores on all his like middle oh, school math. No, he just it was just a problem. And I was like, oh. you were the first level of the experiment. Yeah, first exactly. you now the next the world. Exactly. I'm afraid to turn the news sometimes. <laughs> see, like this dude was like. Taking over an entire country or something. Oh no, he gonna pop up. Yeah, he, he got his own country in Africa right now. Man. Like, yo, he's a warlord. Crazy. But, oh, yeah. Man. So, but yeah, I mean, I've had, I've had kids that like you know students that annoy me, but like that's that's part of the process. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just 
If you're gonna be annoyed by people, you don't need to be a teacher, right? I always this is what I always say. Like, if you don't like people, don't work in the industry of people. Yeah. So if you don't like people, don't work in the DMV, don't work in the post <sighs> yeah. office. Don't work, you know, like when I lived in New York, don't work at a token booth. Don't work where you have to constantly deal with people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So to be a teacher, you have to understand that there's always going to be ups and downs. There's going to be kids in which you have great relationships with you. They're going to have kids which you don't have the best relationship with, right? But like, I, I don't, can't say I never really disliked a student, but those two, it's just like forever, like burned in my brain, you know? <laughs> Crazy. Oh man! So see, this episode is gonna air, and then you're gonna get a letter, and then it's gonna be like, "I heard the episode, Baker." <laughs> you're like, "Oh no, we gotta move. We gotta go. We gotta go." See, that's, that's why I don't give names. Yeah, man. that's why I don't give names. But so we have another voice message. Okay, I'm just gonna go ahead and. Hey, Mr. Baker, it's Shakiki. I hope everything is going great with you and your family. You have the cutest little girl ever, and I'm sure you're loving being a girl dad. I'm sure you're a great dad. I am. And you're going to be just as much as an inspiration on her as you have been on all your students. Um, I know I can definitely say that for me. You have definitely been the best teacher I've ever had in my whole experience of education, even college. So, you know, for sure, I'm always going to remember you and I'm always going to speak highly of you. And even though I'm not going to be a teacher anymore... <laughs> Like I said, I was. I hope that I can inspire anyone that I work with in the same way that you have your students. So yeah, shout out to you. Uh, <laughs> Shikiki. Uh, yeah, that's funny. That she. That, that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like those moments. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that was six years ago when I called it. Like Shikiki, and she still like remembers she still, that. Yeah. You know? Like those are. Those are those those are the kind of moments, you know. And we were talking you know, a little bit about social media, and like, as much as I I, I really have a love hate relationship with with social media because what social media has done to people, like we were talking about, and kind yeah. of shaping and molding people's minds in a way that this is unhealthy. But also like these relationships that I can have with yeah. people, like you know, I can see you know. Like lives, it's All crazy. Their lives. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was, I was like sometimes I just like sit back and I'm like, I have students that are now doctors, yeah. lawyers, nurses that are parents that are married, uh, that like you know that are doing great things. Have yeah. met celebrities. I have like students who like you know work in the industry now, just yeah. doing amazing things. And I'm like. I was a part of that. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, even if it was minuscule, like I have students now, like who are going to be Harvard grads and Princeton grads. And you know, that's, that's, that's mind blowing yeah, to me. You know nuts. what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy to me. I and mean, it's like, like, that's why I value this job so much because, you know, I just don't feel that I could have made the same impact doing anything else without, and, and I say you can't make an impact anywhere. Of course you can. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's this, you know, people look up to celebrities and, you know, there's writers and things who change people's lives, you know, and activists and all these different things. But, like, for me, like, there's no other way I could have done this. So, that's what's up. Shout, shout, out, to, shout out to Baker. Yeah, shout <laughs> out to Baker. Baker. Shout out to the teachers that actually care. Yeah. that That's... And yeah. I, ooh, yeah, that's, yeah, I've heard too many stories of, like, not even just from you, but from Sophie also. Yeah. Because she does sub work sometimes, too, and it's just, like, you hear so many stories about, like, the teachers that are just there, like... Cause the paycheck and yeah, it's it's nuts, yeah. 
And it yeah. teaches that um what what is it when you stay at a school a certain amount of time you oh, get tenure tenured, tenured yeah. yeah the tenure teachers that just don't care but you can't get rid of yeah yeah let me let me it's it's funny that you said that because that conversation comes up a lot and just kind of in defense of teachers uh-huh. here's what I'll say about that I think in every profession that you have there are people who are great and there are people who are terrible yeah they're terrible doctors it, it doesn't matter. But I feel for the most part, teachers are pushed to that point because... It's a know, mental thing. It, 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 it's mentally draining. Like, I remember when my wife and I, like, were first dating, right? And, like, I would come home, you know, we weren't, you know, we weren't living together or anything like that. But I would come home from work and I would, you know, she was like, oh, you're going to call me? I'm like, I need a nap. And so she's like, you were just teaching. I'm like, listen, I need a nap, <laughs> right? So when we got married... And, you know, we were living together. She would see just how ex- drained I was. And she was like, man, I, I understand now. Like, yeah. this, this job is just like a different beast. But I, I think that's the thing. It's like, this job is not only are teachers underpaid, which mm-hmm. is a conversation for another different thing, right? It, it, it's just the expectations that, like, uh, you know, I, I, I don't mind things being built off of a meritocracy, right? Basically... You're paid by your mm-hmm. merit, okay? Yeah. You produce this, you get that amount of money. But they're not telling you, okay, you have to make the same things happen for kids who don't have food at night, who don't have books, who are middle school kids having to watch their one and two-year-old brother. But no, you still have to make these gains for the kids who have everything, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. right? So we're held to that same standard. And if not, you know, we're gonna it's going to reflect negatively on you, and now you have to worry about a job. So I'm I'm not saying that like every teacher is like that. It's not, you know, and there are just teachers that care more than but some of us just have like the stamina. Like, I mean, I've been able to do this so long, it's just because it's a passion of mine. But if it's not a passion, it's hard to keep doing this job yeah. like every single day. Every like, day. I mean, every like you have a rotation of 90 kids a day having this expectation, giving out and the thing is like and we too, we have to keep up with technology, right? So we have to evolve because their kids are finding so many different ways to collaborate now <laughs> that we have to catch up. You know, like okay, you know, like now, okay, you learned how to do this, and you know, the internet has taught you that. So now we have to find a way to combat that. Like it's it's a constant work ethic. So some teachers like they just like they give up. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's like I, I can't keep up with this. You know, yeah. like I, it, it's too difficult. And I'm not saying, like, it's an excuse, but, like, I do understand where that comes from, too, where it's just, like, you know, because even me, as dedicated as I am, sometimes I'm just, like, yo, this, I just don't have it today. You're, like, I'm tired. Like, I can't deal with you with this, and I can't deal with this, and I can't, oh, now I have another expectation Mm -hmm. that I have to do. Oh, you know, COVID said it doesn't matter. You're still having tests. You're still being evaluated. It's, like, all right, you know, like, you know. The, the education system is 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 I feel like it's something that's way long overdue for like a whole revamp. But I like I don't think that's gonna happen anytime nah, soon. No, no, no. That's part two yeah. of this podcast. Bro. That's <laughs> another, for sure, yeah. that's just another. I say so yeah. many broken systems in America, bro. You know. Yeah. yeah. Somet- you know. Yeah, sometimes, like Ramal says, sometimes you just got to blow the whole thing up. Yeah. And make- <laughs> hey, man. Blow the whole thing up and make something new out nah, of it. Nah, I mean, I, I understand. And it's funny because you and I were having that conversation, right? And I told you, like, you're the one who inspired me to, like, want to do this podcast because it's like, you know, 
I feel that there's so many things going on with education, but not enough people are talking, talking about, about it. it, right? So, like, I, I wanted to start my own podcast where I did that, where I was talking to students and I was yeah. talking to teachers and, and former teachers and people who are doing different things in education to kind of get their perspective on what's happening. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, because my goal was always, I always wanted to write a book about education, mm-hmm. yeah. but it's just, it's just, it's just, it's tough, you know, writing is tough, you know. It is. So I wanted to use like a podcast to kind of get my ideas together and just kind of to have these genuine conversations about these things, you know what I'm saying? Because like, you know, sometimes you're right. Sometimes things just need to be blown up. Yeah. We see it happen all the time in sports, right? This ain't working. Blow it up. <laughs> Let's start over, right? Yeah. Like it sometimes and because there's so many different, there's so many different moving parts in education mm, yeah. and not necessarily everyone who has the same interests mm-hmm. it's hard to do that yeah. because if we blow this up now this person is going to be affected in a way in which it's not going to be beneficial for them right but that's just that's a lot of things right yeah. there's a lot of things where people kind of are concerned about the interests of themselves as opposed to the interests of the whole yeah you know so yeah. I think that's kind of where but I agree man it's just it's it's a lot but yeah. Especially dealing with America, you're not going to get a lot of collectivism. This is yeah. very individualistic. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. You know, and, and it's just like because I like I hear things like, you know, people say this all the time, and you know, I, I, this is why I'm kind of iffy when it comes to statistics. People say, oh, like you know, Finland has the the greatest education system in the world, but I'm they're like, yeah. one country. Yeah, but they all finish. Yeah. Like it's, it's different, right? Yeah. It's like we're <laughs> we're like this is literally the melting pot. Yeah, I mean, people coming from all different parts of the world. Who are, have different values, languages, beliefs, languages, yeah. like religions. Everything is different. Yeah. So you can't have the same experience in yeah. something when you have a country where there's everyone is different. Like yeah. it's just too difficult to do. I mean, mm. there would have to be a serious systemic change in it, right? Just recognizing the differences. That would be the first mm-hmm. thing: recognizing the differences of people, how people learn, mm. and then adjust to that. But but it's not like that. You know this this you know this country. Although we have a government, we have smaller governments, yeah. and those smaller governments are allowed to dictate what they, yeah. they can do for their states. Yeah. And you know, whatever you believe is whatever you believe, but it's kind of hard to make everything come together yeah. as one. Can't really standardize stuff, right? Yeah. So exactly. Parts. Exactly. Because even standard, even things that are standardized is still standardized for the state yeah. and not necessarily for. It's crazy know. how like the one thing we advertise for like. America's inception about like oh like anyone could come here yeah. and like and do, anything. and do anything that's also the very one thing that we haven't got right since right. the beginning like yeah. alright like it's great all these cultures could come and it's a free land but like is the system backing that up right. like but right. yeah it's, it's, it's tough but yeah that's a conversation for another yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> about to be here for two more hours yeah, <laughs> but I mean if you're good to go then yeah 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 alright but yeah. so uh, thank you so much for coming to this podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank no, you. Yeah, and this is this is like my this is gonna be my favorite episode. Like regardless, like, we already before you even got here, we already knew this is gonna be your yeah, favorite episode. Because yeah, it's just yeah, it was it, it was really nice. And you were, I mean, I'm not surprised, but some people I don't know when they come on the pod, it's like pulling uh, teeth. I'm, I'm gonna just be honest. Yeah, like sometimes you know what I mean. They they get nervous or yeah. like also worrying about being political. Right. politically correct or saying the wrong things and but yeah you were very engaging and you like led the 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 podcast which yeah i, I, I mean i i live in a space where i know how to talk about things without being incendiary like you that's know that's true that's yeah because like i said like you know i always tell my students like 
it doesn't matter what I think about certain things, but it just matters that we can talk about it, right? Yeah. So it doesn't matter if I agree with you or disagree, but if we can talk about it, that's the most important thing. And I think we were able to have conversations about things without, you know, being too one side about one thing or yeah. another side about another thing. Just kind of having an open conversation, which which people should be able to do, mm-hmm. you know. And I just also want to say, I want to thank the both of you, you know what I'm saying? Because like, you know, it, it students don't, the same way that sometimes we teachers don't see the impact that we have on students, mm-hmm. you don't see the same thing, you know? And, yeah. like, you guys have impacted me yeah. in a lot of ways. You know what I'm saying? I, I love watching the maturation of you guys, the growth, the things that you're doing, the yeah. things that you're involved with. Like, you know, I brag about my students all the time. And whenever I could support my students in any way that I can, yeah. like, I, I try my best to do so, you know? And, like, to be able to have these conversations but also inspire me to want to do something. Like, every day I'm going home to my wife and, like, like kid you not like ever since we got this down yeah. every day i'm like yo i'm going on this podcast i can't wait like yeah. i got ideas to this i want to yeah, do this yeah. like, after we talk about this so she was like <laughs> my wife was like maybe they could plug your your podcast i was like yeah as soon as i get it up i'm coming back for part two i'm coming back for part two let's do it and then we're gonna, we gonna have the plug in there that's what we're gonna do you know so Nah, but like, you know... Part three is when you bring in the book. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Part four is when I finally open the school. Right, so... You know what I'm saying? But like, you know, it's great to see like that because like to to follow you guys' lives and just to see... To see like to see my students winning, it means so much to me because it's like, you know, and it's not about me, but I'm like, yo, like I was able to see it. I was able to watch it. You know, I was able to see this whole thing grow. You know what I'm saying? And it inspires me, and honestly, it's what pushes me to keep doing it. Because when I see the end result and the end product, you know, and and, and it's not necessarily about my thing. Always is progress, right? You don't have to be twenty four, twenty five in your career. Yeah. But if you're moving, you're progressing. You're not yeah. stagnant. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's all that matters. As long as you keep moving, that's what's up. Yeah. You know, and that because and that's what's motivated for me. So thank you guys, man. I really mean that. Thank you. For sure, for sure. And <laughs> thank you guys. Thank you, uh, the audience. I hope you. I know you guys enjoyed this episode. I ain't going to say hope, but uh, thank you for all the listeners here in Florida, New York, Cali, Texas, North Carolina, South Carolina. All the states, some people in across Canada, Canada, <laughs> Europe. For some reason, I feel like the algorithm is just randomly plugging these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's working, uh, so. shout out to you know Circa, made by Circa. Shout out to Spectre. Uh, no, no, yes, yeah, okay. We'll, we'll uh, figure it out. Shout out to Shots via JoJo, Media by Kai, Six Dot One with Two E's. Shout out to Heavy on It podcast. That's Navid is doing in New York. Um, shout out to Yuli. We got something coming up very soon for you guys. And yeah, shout out to everyone. So thank you so much for coming for this podcast. It really means a lot to me. So yeah, <laughs> bye.